You now tuned in to the Gunk Town Podcast. I'm your boy Doug B. We ain't got nothing to talk about, but we got something to talk about. Let's go. Good people, good people, good people. Welcome back to the Gumptown Podcast, episode 41. I'm your boy, Doug B. If you tuned in to this podcast, thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a shot. Before we bring on today's guest, we got something to talk about, good people. We back for another personal development segment. want to shout out the book, Soundtracks, by John Cuff. The premise of the book is how to overcome overthinking. I'm a serial overthinker, good people. Took me three years to go from idea to actually getting this platform off the ground, but we here. Heading to episode 41. So to go to show you what happened when you just get started. Overthinking, overanalyzing, it costs us so much time, so much productivity, and it stifles our creativity. So I just want to really just help somebody out there who has a podcast idea, blog idea, business idea. If you're thinking it's oversaturated and we don't need it anymore, think again because no two podcasts are just alike. You may bring a different, you're going to bring a different flavor to the blog game, podcast game. And there may be one person out there who needs to hear your podcast or read your blog. So quit overthinking, quit overanalyzing, and just get started. Start taking action towards getting it off the ground, whatever it is. And how you start taking action is you start researching how to run a business. You start researching how to start a podcast, how to start a blog. Then you start taking action. You start writing out ideas. What kind of questions would you ask on your podcast? What kind of topics will you talk about on your blog? What kind of business do you want to start? And I just really just want to help somebody out there who is a serious overthinker like myself. You're robbing the world of your gift. Like what you may put out there, you may think it not might not be a big idea, but it might change the world. So why not put it out there? I'm not saying this podcast is going to change the world, but if I don't play the game, I don't know if I'll ever win. <laughs> all right. That's all we got to talk about, good people. Quit overthinking. Let's get on with today's show. Today's guest. She is the founder and owner of Right Away Publishing Company. I'm looking forward to this conversation, and I'm sure you all will be inspired by her story. Let's give a warm Gumtown round of applause for Robin Chappelle. Robin, how's it going? Yeah, I'm great. How are you? That's good to hear. All is well on my end. First things first, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to chop it up with me a few minutes. I really appreciate it. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, ma'am. Of course, we're here to talk about Right Away Publishing Company. But before we go there, let's get to know the woman behind the brand. What's your story? All right. So I have uh, wanted... I've been wanting to be writing my whole life, really. And um, I finally started writing books about uh, four years ago. And it was prose poetry. But um, I wasn't, you know, I just knew about the art of it. I wasn't really big on the business part. So I was just writing books and sending them into the self-publishing company. But I was paying, like, a lot of money, like, every book. But I started to kind of break it down. And um, I realized, you know, a lot of things were more affordable. And I decided I wanted to start my own company because a lot of authors were coming to me just asking me how I started and how I managed my time and did everything. So um, it's pretty easy. And especially, you know, with our people, you know, I want us to always have our story out there. So I decided I was going to make this company to help people in the community, especially who had a story that they wanted to tell and really get it out there the right way. Sounds good. Sounds good. So that's, um, so when did you first realize you had a love for writing? Oh, uh, really probably at the age of 10, because I've been reading since about the age of four, like I've like big books. I love reading like novels and stuff. So, 
Um, reading has been like part of my life for as long as I can remember. And uh, that was the biggest part that got me started. I love telling stories after I was reading all those, all these other great stories. So I decided to start writing poetry and I started winning um, poetry contests, especially in high school, junior high and stuff. And I just kept going. Um, pretty much it's always therapy for me. It's what I did to pass the time while I was on deployment. And every time, you know, I write, I get something out. So that's what I enjoy doing. Nice. I heard you mention deployment. So that sounds like you served in the U.S. military. Thank you for your service. Uh, yeah, I did. I served for, I served for uh, seven years in the Army National Guard, and I did 400 days in Tikrit, Iraq, Operation Iraq. Wow. Appreciate your service. Yeah, thank you. So since we're talking about that, let me let me hear some. Let me hear more about your military experience. How was that for you? It was very life changing. I'll tell you that because it's a uh, you know it's something that is bittersweet for me. Um, I joined to help my parents really because tuition is crazy, and of course they said they were going to help pay for it. So I knew I wasn't going to really stay for too long, but I wanted to make it you know worth my while at least and make sure I got the benefits of it. So I did at least seven years, and while I was in, um, I unfortunately was uh, sexually harassed by another soldier. So that's also something that I do is a, a lot of different uh, mental health trainings and briefings, presentations. I do public speaking um, on suicide because I went down that road. So that's one of the biggest things about it that I can tell about my military experience that it made me into the first man today because of a lot of circumstances that I got through. But yeah, I definitely wouldn't wish that feeling upon my worst enemy. So I try to help everybody out as much as I can. I appreciate your transparency and I commend you for wanting to be the change well you know basically uh promote change and promote talk about it had a conversation mm -hmm. and be willing to help somebody else who may go through that or has gone through that so much respect to you for that thank you yes ma'am so let's shift over to right away publishing what you got going on mm -hmm. over there products and services wise Okay, so uh, really, I started last year, and I'm just so excited about it because it's really just the foundation of everything right now. And I have three authors. Um, one is a cookbook author right now, and the other one is a poet. I have um, everything together as far as I do everything, really. I help you design your book, <laughs> edit it, format it. I built their websites, marketing, content, anything that you need to actually sell your book, I'm willing to help authors with. Um, we have different packaging, but I always ask people to do a consultation first so I can see where you are in your manuscript. But I just enjoy um, helping people tell their stories and actually get them out there because they think that it's so hard to write a book, but it's really, it's not as hard as it seems. And once they actually have that book in their hand, they see they've done it. It's just the best feeling to know that I helped that. So um, that's really what I want to do. I just want to help all, as many authors as I can. Wow, that's good stuff. Powerful stuff. So let's transition over into the next portion. Whenever I have entrepreneurs on the platform like yourself, I like to cover three things, I like to talk about aha moment, action, and audacity. Let's start with your mm -hmm. aha moment. So what sparked the idea to take your love for writing and turn it into a business? Okay, so my aha moment was just knowing that, honestly, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else, but this is my passion. Mm -hmm. So I knew it, I wouldn't drop the ball on it. And it's something that I knew I could build towards. So um, the biggest thing was, like I said, when I first wrote my book, everybody's just like, where do you find the time? Because I was a single mom at the time. So they were just like, where do you find time? You have a job and all this stuff. And I was like, you know, you just got to do it. You got to manage your time. But they didn't know exactly what I was saying. They were just like, okay, whatever. But 
I want to be that person now to actually help coach, mentor, you know, help people actually get their books out there and see that you really, you can manage that time. You can get it out and it's not as hard as it seems like it doesn't have to be a headache. Nice. Nice. Good stuff. So you just all mm-hmm. always knew this was your passion. And you said a very key thing about making time to write on the side. And I know a lot of times it's easy for a lot of people to get caught up thinking they don't have time. But in actuality, if we, right. really, took, if we really took inventory of the time we spend on social media and exactly. it, <laughs> we can find that time. So let's, <laughs> so let's move over into the action portion. So from the time you had the idea, how long did it take you to actually put it into action, getting started, creating a logo and things of that nature? Okay. Um, honestly, it took me about a, a big chunk, the most of last year. I remember I started um, getting it together about January of 2021. And I finally got my EIN and everything and established in about November 2021. So this year, really now in the past couple of months is just when I'm really getting into the groove of everything because that business part is a lot, is a lot that I'm learning that I did not know goes into this copywriting, everything that I had to really research and train myself on. And right now, you know, it's hard, especially without, um, you know, employees at the moment and people helping you. I'm really doing everything on my own and including my own marketing for my own books. So, yes, I, I'm usually busy, but I love it. I love doing it. So I think it's like once you realize it's your passion, it's not really a job. <laughs> it's just fun. Right. <laughs> right. Now, that's spot on. And um, you definitely didn't take a long time from the idea mm-hmm. to putting into action. And that's important because a lot of times we have ideas. We just don't act on them. We get caught up in overthinking. And sounds like you already knew what you wanted to do. You just got right to it. And it's all good. Like I know you mentioned right now you're doing everything by yourself, but the Great thing about it is when you bring on people, you hire people to work for you, you already know what your expectations are so you can mm-hmm. lay out exactly what you expect them to do. Wow. That okay. is true. Yes, ma'am. So let's move on to the last portion, audacity. It takes courage and audacity to step out there and start your own. Who or what gave you the courage, the audacity to step out there? I would have to definitely go ahead and say my mom because <laughs> she's just like, she's already an amazing woman. Like, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> but uh, she does real estate. Um, and she started probably just about the last five years. And um, I remember her getting on her stuff, you know, saying that, you know, even she wasn't going to be able to keep my daughter for a certain day because she was going to start doing this. So one day um, I remember she was talking to me and she was just like, you know, you have the potential to do like a lot more. She's like, but you'll start doing stuff. And then you kind of start down yourself and you back away in like two, three weeks. And I'm like, really? Like she kind of told me the truth about myself. I'm just like, you have good ideas. You're like, you'll get them out there. But then it's like, you just veer off. Like you kind of lose hope in it. And I'm like, okay, I get that. So I decided for her and since she was doing her thing and she stayed on, I'm like, I have to stay on my stuff and like really keep consistency alive. So that's what really helped me is like, I, I just heard her voice in my head saying, you you back away from what you, so I was like, yeah, she's right. And now I, I don't back away. I just keep going. I just, when I think it, I do it. <laughs> that is great stuff. Shout out to mom Dukes for the accountability. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my homie. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. So from what I see, you've done great things with right away publishing company. And I'm pretty sure great things are coming down the pipeline. So that leads me to my next portion, vision. What are your short-term and long-term goals for the business? 
Okay, so short term, um, by the end, of this, I definitely want to have at least uh, up to five to six authors that I've helped fully publish their book, market it, and help them get sales and to show that I'm really just on it. I already, like I said, have my three, so I'm just working up to that. And then I'm, like I said, the, this, the end of this year is that goal. But if it gets into maybe the middle of next year, that's fine. But as far as the next five and 10 years, I'm wanting my publishing company to be more than a publishing company. It's like a program. It's for people to always be trained on how to write a book, do their book, write characters out, um, how to edit, format, and have more programs and actual trainings that help authors, even if they just want to do it on their own and don't have to have the help of a company, but really just give all of the information that I know and turn it into actual subscriptions, you know, consistent revenue. Okay. Good stuff. And what about long-term? Pretty much the same. Just continue to expand. Just continue to expand. Like I I keep getting ideas. I feel like every month. So I think that the more that I do, the more that's going to come to me. So um, my biggest thing is getting bigger clients also, like people that are actually, you know, celebrities or fake who want to tell a story or write books and don't think they can do it. You know, I want to get people that actually have great stories and help them tell their story. Sounds good. And I have no doubt that you have me to make all those goals come to fruition. So okay. as we, no problem. So as we come to the end of the podcast, I want to ask the million dollar question. I started this podcast because I wanted to highlight the greatness coming out of Montgomery. You being a hometown hero, what makes you proud to be from Montgomery? Well, I feel like a lot of heroes came out of Montgomery. So <laughs> it's already it's already a place of just where a lot of positive people, influences, leaders came from. And sometimes um, I did used to feel that, you know, we still had a lot of work to do as far as um, business, networking and things like that. And um, I'm glad it's getting a little better, but I, you know, I did used to call it kind of like the crab the barrel mentality. That's why I kind of like got a little away from it for a minute, but I love Montgomery and I love always being here. So I do want to make sure that I still lay that foundation here and always just try to help my city as much as I can. Yes, ma'am. That's good stuff. And trust me, I used to think like that as well. Just coming up, <laughs> just crabs in the barrel mentality. And I just, I just had to realize like basically Montgomery and I'm pretty sure you can attest to this. Montgomery, one of those cities, you have to take initiative and actually step out there. Because in right. terms of it's just the mindset here is we're a little we're a little behind the times to <laughs> to be nice. <laughs> That's what I was doing. You're right. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit behind the times, but um, always good to know that somebody from the Gump is out there doing great things. That you, such as yourself doing with Right Away Publishing. So. Um, that's good stuff, and that was a powerful piece. How can the people connect with you, Robin? What are your social media handles, Facebook and IG? All right. So Facebook is going to be Robin Chappell, well, author Robin Chappell and Right Away Publishing Company. Um, I'm pretty much everywhere. Instagram, um, I have a YouTube that's author Robin Chappell, uh, but rightawaypublishingcompany.com has everything. Um, that's where everything connects. So. Okay. I think that once you find the website, then just uh, everything's there. Like I said, www.rightawaypublishingcompany.com. Yes, ma'am. And of course, I'll put all of the information in the description of the episode. Hey, Robin, thanks again for the conversation. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is great. Yes, ma'am. Good people. That concludes another dope episode of the Gumptown Podcast. We gone, but before we leave, remember, be blessed, be safe. But most importantly, have the audacity to be you. Gone.
Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate your time and your attention. Until next time.